It's Cofield and Company. Mocha Jane can shove it. I don't like Mocha Jane at all. She's got a real attitude. Don't worry about who's parking in the handicap spots, Mocha Jane. <laughs> you could do one of these because you think your friend would hate it. So a lesson everyone else. Put something on. I know we're all locked down and you're really comfy letting your uh, twigs and berries bounce around. It's time for Cofield and Company with Steve Cofield on ESPN Las Vegas. The chaos, the madness. So we get ready for a Vegas Golden Knights game. Game two against the Wild. You drinking again? No. Like almost never? Nah, not really. Every once in a while on the uh, late night happy hour of a, uh, a seltzer. Yeah, I see you do that. Yeah, you do the tall cans of the, uh, what is it? Which one do you do? You don't do house rules, right? You so do the uh, wild not, berry truly or the, uh, with the Catalina. Catalina <laughs> the lime mixer, Catalina yeah. Catalina lime mixer. Not the Aloha beaches? No. Okay. Well, I told you a while ago, um, was getting down with that peanut butter whiskey. Yeah. I get you. Does it? Oh, yeah. I had, a, I had a day yesterday. I took the day off. I was like, yeah, sit by the pool. It's nice. Got the pool in the backyard and not leave home, right? Because I, I was just thinking about that. Our, our rejoiner has some sound from, you know, the very beginning of the pandemic when people were, I forget what, someone walked outside naked to go get their mail. It wasn't in my neighborhood, but, you know, it was like, come on, cover, cover up your twigs and berries, right? So I started, it was a good drinking day, right? So I conked out. So I wake up, and I'm, I'm cleaning up a little bit outside. And I go outside, and, like, my bathing suit um, and my shirt are sitting outside. Like, one's in a bush, and one is the, – the suit is just sitting on a chair. Um, I also had some, uh, some underwear on, right? I'm not going to let everything flow freely in the pool. It could be dangerous. Um, but, so that was, like, strewn somewhere else. Then I noticed at – like later in the evening, I had gotten. This is after I already passed out, right? I was done sleeping. Um, I noticed that my neighbor, lady's like, yeah, upper fifties, early sixties yeah. neighbor. She texts me, right? Oh no! And she's like, hey, can you give me a call? So uh, I start no. trying to put two and two together. I'm like, well, did I just get like naked out of the pool and start running around or something? Like this freaking whiskey. Now, when I watch cowboy movies in the past, right, they're always drinking the whiskey and they have terrible hangovers. Now I'm like, this is this is nuts. So I got confirmation from the SO. I, there was no nakedness in the in the backyard. I did not offend the neighbor. Well, there had to be at some point if you're closing well, back there. Well, it's uh, it'll it'll generally be it, it could be in the evening, and I'll take a towel. You know, I'll kind of do the whole okay. take off the suit with the towel over me. Okay. It's a big towel, big well, fella. I'm not big like that. Just going to I assume. I don't know what kind of big. I, I got. You. I'm just going to assume. You didn't want to ask. That if you were that drunk, then the SO was also in the same state. So how would she know? She wasn't. That's no, she, she kind of stunning. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe, maybe people learn life lessons and, and uh, dial it down a little bit after okay. getting injured. Okay. So, so anyway, I just had to, had to tell that story as we're coming out of the pandemic. But the, So the, the phone call had nothing to do with no. public nudity? No, she just uh, she wanted to use my plumber. Is that a euphemism? No, 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 no. Right. Uh, yeah. Oh. Right? She needs someone to clean her drains. <laughs> or clear them, whatever. Yeah. Uh, no, so I gave her the plumber's number, so we're all good. I, th- I thought there was going to be some. So I thought about the twigs and berries comment. I'm yelling at everyone else, and I'm like, I, I don't know. Was I, you know. I thought it was going to be like, you, you know, at some point you, you, 
you realize that you weren't even swimming in your pool and you were in her pool. <laughs> yeah, right. like, oh, no. <laughs> this is not good. She doesn't have a pool. The other neighbor does have a pool. So Is there water in it? He actually he did fill it up. Yeah, he just opened the pool this year, so he's had some people over. Okay, so it's very nice. fun. So we could have some dueling. We might have some dueling parties. Very quiet, though. He's very quiet. Okay. So. It's the rock and roll house next door. Yours. Yes, and then we've got a reggae house down the way. Actually, a legit reggae band lives in the neighborhood, oh, and they, nice. play, they do little concerts out there. They're good. Oh, nice. Very good. That's a nice touch. Yeah. But I actually, I did appreciate it. I was talking to him about three weeks ago, and he was like, uh, he's like, hey, you got to come over to one of our uh, our parties one time. And then he, he, then he follows it up. He's like, I'd like to come to one of yours, man. You guys get crazy over there. I'm like, eh, it's, it's kind of, <laughs> the music's a little loud. I don't know if we're getting crazy. That That is the that is the most misleading thing. Right. It's like. You, when you play music really loud at yeah. a party, people think the party was great. You're like, it was just us in the backyard. Yeah. It's just, it's me up on the patio roof, <laughs> jumping off like that. Who, that was another great pandemic story. Remember that one? Remember the uh, the chick who jumped off the roof and bounced off the freaking patio? She jumped off like the tip of the roof. I thought that was a dude. No, that was that was a, that was a chick. Ooh. He, this whole time you thought that was a guy? I don't. Yeah. And she barely missed slamming her head on the side of the pool. Real close. Really, really close. All right, let's do it. It's time for The Three, presented by Nova Home Loans. Call now at 877-700-NOVA. Yeah, bummer over the weekend seeing that uh, Arthur Kaluma, who was part of that great class that Otzelberger was going to bring in, that, you know, kind of blew up since Otz left and the fact that Zion Collins got in horrific trouble. So Arthur Kaluma is out. He's officially out. And uh, I don't know, I can deal with UNLV losing recruits to Power 5 conferences, but to mid-majors, can't tolerate Annoys me, Creighton. You, so you, I mean, it is kind of a power conference in it's, basketball. It's it's a it's a mid major conference. I know we've been through this a million times. Do you believe Creighton is a bigger program because it joined a bigger conference a couple of years ago? Right now? Yeah. Creighton's a bigger program than UNLV right now. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. It's had more success, no doubt. Yeah, and it's. it's I think it's. I don't. I don't. Conference for basketball. I don't right feel now. like it should. That's in Omaha, right? Yeah. I don't feel like a school in Omaha should be beating out UNLV for recruits. Well, in the a, big in the Big Catholic. That's fine. There's a lot of. It's not the biggies. We've gone a, we've gone round and round on this a million times. There's also a lot of great pro- programs in towns that should not be beating out Vegas for recruits. There are huh? Spokane, was, Spokane if, being number one. If that was the case, like <laughs> only San Diego State would be better recruiting than UNLV in the whole country. So UNLV you know, Vegas is like the first or second best city in the country. And you love San Diego. Yeah, it's like a tie. It. I get it. So, so this is you looked at me, and you're like, I know what you're doing. Like I know why you put this in here, because you know I like to rant about the Big East not really being the Big East anymore. Sure. So you looked at me like, it's the same thing, okay? You've done it before. Um, apparently that happened with Kwame Brown and Stephen Jackson, and especially Matt Barnes. Did you watch the video? I was I was trying to I felt I felt ashamed because as you know I don't have I, I don't have headphones uh, this, anymore. This on my thing, phone. We, we, this thing we there's another topic on this one we got we we'll get to it I don't like this technology I don't no. I don't like it all anyway so I guess they were on a podcast the other day um, and they were busting on Kwame Brown and you know Kwame Brown was the number one pick in 2001 and he he had, a, he had an NBA career never turned out to be a star um, but he's a serious dude when you get him going. Apparently. And he he did a seven-minute, I think it was IG video, and then he was doing something else in his car. So he, he's just cruising down the road, and he just starts going off on these guys. You running your mouth talking about somebody like me? Boy, you need to stop, boy. I done told you. 
You done stepped in that goddamn quicksand, boy. I don't gotta lie and make up shit. The only joke you got, boy, when is this basketball joke gonna run out? You keep hitting me with basketball jokes. I keep hitting you with your real soft ass, punk ass life. Now, which one didn't like you, boy? Your granddaddy that was black or your granddaddy that was white? Because there's some deep issues in you, boy. Going after Matt Barnes. Yeah. And we know Matt Barnes to, you know, to supposedly be a badass. I think he's, you know, he's been criminally a badass at times. He don't play. I don't know if you... I knew you were off uh, writing when I was talking to Q, but Q was talking about Kwame Brown's the guy that, like, people around the NBA are like, don't do it. Like, even Matt Barnes, don't do it. Jordan didn't care. Well, that was that was Kwame Brown as a as a young guy. Sure. And, and you know, that's that's a different case. You're talking about the most highly accomplished basketball player in history, but sure. uh, eventually he he grew into a man who you don't you don't mess with. So this this went on and on, but. Uh, yeah, and then, you know, you remember Matt Barnes doesn't exactly have the, the most uh, smooth relationship going with uh, Gloria Govan and Derek Fisher. Sure. So uh, here's Kwame Brown. You want to sit here and make me look a certain way, boy? Some Derek Fisher done open your doors to your house. <laughs> Derek Fisher got your keys to your truck. Send some gas money so you can pick them kids up. Yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. So, yeah. I, so what, I, what I was referencing is I was actually, uh, I was taking a little walk around yeah. uh, here at Samstown listening yeah. to that, and I was like, oh, <laughs> turning it down. Oh, yeah, because it was, yeah. no, there was, it was the, the language. There was a, uh, I don't know what was in there. There was a punk ass something, something. So, and there was a lot of that. There was a lot of There that. was a lot of it, and yeah. especially in the seven minute. But he's just like, yeah, you want to do this? I love the line. It's like, you got basketball jokes. Did, like, did, I, I, I got your, your punk-ass yeah. life to go after. Did Kwame Brown just get Instagram? Because I feel like he he referenced something when I was listening to it about, like, now I've got an outlet or, like, now I've got a place to to put this stuff out or something. And I was like, uh, I wonder if he just got IG. I don't know. Or if he just discovered, like, IG Live and he's like, oh, no, I can just jump on here. But it was uh, it was solid. I, I was impressed. He didn't. He didn't need a script or anything. He was ready to go. And there's a. I guess there's a new, which I had no idea. But there's a new, meet me in Temecula. Related to you heard th- that part. He said, he apparently knows the laws in different places, and Ooh. he pulled a meet me in Seattle, because there's some sort of mutual combat laws in Seattle. <laughs> Is what he said, and I was like, "What?" Okay, that's when where you did know. This come from? That's when you know someone's psycho when they're looking up stuff like that. Yeah. Like, where can I legally beat the crap out of someone? Yeah. He's like, "Meet me in Seattle. Let's go." He's like, the, the, "There's mutual combat laws there," and I was like, "Okay, this guy went I mean, full law school on this." I mean, I would pitch, you know, something along the lines of uh, Lamar Odom and uh, Aaron Carter, but I don't think that's the way Kwame Brown fights. No. And he's not. He's not putting on gloves. Can we get Matt Barnes, Kwame Brown on Thriller? I don't. The press conference would be good. Yeah. What are they gonna fight? No, like, no holds barred. No, no gloves. Bare knuckle. I don't know, but it's gonna be in Seattle. I'm in. Maybe on the streets. Like on the streets of Seattle. Underneath. Maybe underneath the Space Needle. It's crazy. Yeah, go watch it. Well, uh, I don't think we can tweet that out. So just go find it. No. I don't. I don't. I don't know that the station account 
Probably not our, digi- our digital department is going to be tweeting out the Kwame Brown seven-minute video going after Matt Barnes especially. Ari, right, why don't you start beeping out the, uh, the video? We'll talk to you in four days. Nova Home Loans brings you the three. It's a refi raid at Nova Home Loans. With interest rates at all-time lows, now's the time to talk to your local Nova loan officer. 877-700-NOVA. Cofield and Company on ESPN Las Vegas. Adam Hill here, or Adam Hill is here. Cofield, Kevin Klein's with us too. He's running running the book here. Could be trouble, could be trouble. He's running the book here at Samstown. All decked out in the Golden Knights gear. So what's going on? Well, got to represent, right? It's the Knights. Ah, things are good. Uh, Looking forward to the game tonight and uh, glad you guys are here. It's a good deal. You know, I was telling you, uh, I hadn't uh, been to this end of the casino in a while, and uh, the book's been moved for a while. Yes, <laughs> like it 10 has. Years. <laughs> yes, it is. Pretty nice layout, right? It is a beautiful Quite layout. Quite the video wall, yeah. right? I think I think the property, I think the overhaul on the property in general is dynamite. Um, and now we're you know, now we're open again too, right? Which is cool. Now the whole city's starting to open up. You know, we're able to take the mask off if we're fully vaccinated. So we're getting back. Yep, feels good, and uh, you, you can feel it right? in the casino. It's, it's wonderful. Yes. We, we talk about the the book. It's, it's incredible over here. The layout is awesome and great place to watch games. But I always forget how awesome, like, that courtyard area is here at Samstown. Well, I, I went walking around earlier. It's so nice over there. Well, it's kind of like a hidden gem, you yeah. know. It's Mystic Falls Park, mm-hmm. you know. And, uh, matter of fact, I've shot our little podcast we do there many times. Uh, you should see that thing lit up at Christmas time. People, yeah. uh, I mean, we spare no expense, and it's just beautiful, so. Many people, once they, just what you just said. Yeah. We, we don't know. Uh, Kevin and I were reminiscing about the property in general, because you started here? At, come full circle, 1981, ticket okay. writer in the old book. All right. All right. So when I first came to Vegas, it was 96, and, you know, I lived right behind Samstown, so this was kind of the book I went to. And I, I'm from New Jersey. We didn't have sports betting. We had Atlantic City, but it was just like, it was such a cool thing to basically just walk right across the street to get to a sports book. I know it sounds stupid now. Because gambling has exploded. But back then, I was like, oh, my God, this place is great. And the other thing that was cool, and it's cool now, too, because the buffet has replaced it. But you remember there used to be this insane sports bar in the back. Right. And, man, I used to come over here, watch Monday Night Football. It was freaking dynamite in there. Dynamite. They had a basket in there so you could shoot hoops. Oh, I remember. remember that? Oh, I remember. I'm sure you were over there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The good old days. Yeah. Well, this was like this was one of your areas down here, right on Boulder Highway? Sure. Yeah, there was, there was definitely you a time. up. A time in my younger days living out in Henderson, for sure, that this was a, <laughs> a stomping ground. Yeah. Yeah, all up and down the Boulder Strip. It's a good time. It's, it's good spe- to be back out It's here. a special place for us. Yeah. It's a special place for us. All right, so uh, give me your take one on Robin Leonard and Flurry. What do you do now? Well, it sounds like how, how, uh, can you play any better than Flurry did? Yeah, you could be Cam Talbot. <laughs> That's he was a little bit better. <laughs> Great yeah. point. You a lot did, more you, shots you, against you, and all you, that. You, you did ask. For sure. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, it's hard to win if you put up a goose egg. I don't think you can ever win. No. In any sport. So that kind of blows. But, uh, hey, if you listen to, uh, <laughs> if you listen to Stone's remarks afterwards, just like he did a few weeks ago when uh, he was saying, uh, they were talking about Reeves not being in there and we're a little getting muscled out, even though we've yeah. been winning. And that very next first period, all those fights and the, peeling off and checking and then that now after that loss the other night and he the things he said i think we're going to come out really strong and we're going to bury some goals tonight 
Yeah, and I think um, you know we talked earlier about what Marcus Ho said this morning uh, about you know in the playoffs they kind of change what they do, and instead of being a wide open team that's you know flying all over the ice and using their speed, they try to become a power team that's just getting to the front of the net and try to be physical and uh, all the things that you talk about that are cliche in hockey of you know making it tough for the goalie to see and being in front of the net and, and all those things, like that's not what they do during the season. And so he said basically. We're just going to go back to what we do. We're going to be our, ourselves. We're not going to be a different team just because it's the playoffs. And I think that's that's kind of important because we have seen time and time again in the playoffs, chance after chance, and, and uh, we, we mentioned it earlier, 12 out of the last 13 playoff games, more shots, more chances, more high-danger chances, more expected goals, but they're 5-8 and eight in those games. So just because they're creating these chances doesn't mean they're good chances, doesn't mean that's, that's what they do well, uh, and I think they try to get back to what they do a little bit better. We'll see how that plays out. Yeah, just rush. What are push uh, the puck? What are betters doing? Well, they're they're on the nights tonight, because uh, the do theory, I guess. Yeah, zigzag. But uh, you know, and I can I can agree with that. But you know, the Wild is giving us fits pretty much the whole time. Uh, yeah. Uh, do you guys have uh, uh, exposure to the nights in the futures market? Not really, because they no. were so low to the beginning. Yeah. You know, usually that comes with somebody that kind of came from nowhere where the books start going "Uh uh-oh is there anyone in the nhl where you're like we do not want that team to win any liability not really nothing Mm -hmm. nice well that's good yeah (laughs) generally not the case sometimes there's a disaster out there waiting for you all right so tell people about uh kevin's corner not only the uh, the picks down here but also the podcast you do yeah kevin's corner uh i have a board in the middle of the book here i put a selection up every day a handicap uh whatever and put the price up and we keep a running total for the week customers come up and discuss it and when i'm right thank me and when i'm wrong i get my chops busted like i should and you know i can take it you know and uh we do uh with uh, the bingo manager denise me and her do a social media facebook thing every thursday or friday uh we talk about we have talk about music sports and bingo oh wow and uh you know, it lasts about six, seven minutes. We have a lot of fun. Um, I give out a pick for the weekend, usually. And, uh, you know, it's good. What's your best sport? I'd say it's between uh, baseball and hockey, for sure. Why baseball? Um, I just like, uh, especially right now, now that all the pitchers have started five, six, seven times. I mean, you can really see when they're, they're kind of like racehorses, them starting pitchers. They come in and out of form. And, you know, you get on there, and, and I always believe that, and I'm an underdog player when it comes to that, and I just believe, just remember, the best team in baseball is going to lose 60 times. Uh, the Cy Young Award winner is only going to win 21 times, and the next guys that are always overpriced are only going to win 17, 18 games, and that's almost 500. <laughs> so, you know, there's there's always, if, if you can't find a dog to bet in, the, in baseball, just pass. Because there's value. How about this one? Uh, one of the guys we like to talk to, I used to do the show with him, Dave Koken, who's been in Vegas forever, really good baseball gambler. Yeah. He's done. He is done on full game betting. He only bets first five because he's he's handicapping the starting pitchers, and now that they're going shorter, he's like, I'm out. I don't want, I don't want any part of bullpens. I, I agree with that. I, I go first five, but it's based on what I see on the handicap of the bullpens right. of either team that, oh, okay. when you're breaking them down. So sometimes I'll say, well, I'll just go first five. Kevin Klein's with us. He's running the sports book here at Samstown. I'll go in a different direction. What music do you guys talk about? Well, since on your, I'm on your podcast, since it's called together. Kevin's Corner, yeah. it's always rock. 
Okay. Pretty much. All right. You know, and uh, that's just the way it is. All right. There's got to be some killers talk on there. I mean, they do have a song, Sam's Town. Yeah, that's true. And we haven't done that in a while, but my last couple years co-host, her name was Morgan. She's been to like 11 killers. Wow, thing. really? And wow. we have a little. Uh, I saw it walking in. Yeah, a little layout over here. We, we've done the show over there many times. And yeah, they've got a tribute to the killers with a bunch nice. of old signs and stuff. And that's neat. That's neat. All right, we're going to talk to you hopefully in a, a couple of weeks. I think we're back out here soon. But Knights have to win. Knights have to do their part. And we're going to be out at Samstown again. So starts tonight. They need to win tonight. Well, they're going to win tonight. There you go. Wow. That sounded a lot more confident it's a lot. than I did. They're getting there. Lot. Look at this. That's what it is. I didn't get dressed up like this for nothing. <laughs> you got to move the number up to like minus 350 now. Yeah. It's a, it's a guaranteed run again. Yeah. It's on Boulder Highway. It's like stealing money. Kevin yeah. says, come in, bet it. Bet it no, now. He said bet it somewhere else. Yeah, there, if yeah, you're going to yeah, bet yeah. the Knights, bet it somewhere else. If you want the Wild, do it here. Four o'clock hours on the way. We're going to talk to uh, Miles Simmons, and we'll get into that uh, Julio Jones story I wanted to hit with uh, the Falcons. Right now, unable to sign all of their draft class. Cofield and company will be back in minutes right here on ESPN Las Vegas.